cold aged candy. What <laughs> if that was like the new, the new thing? Like everything had to be aged. So you like cold aged your candy in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> cold aged milk. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> you get, you you don't want it like too far past expiration date, but right up against it. It's yeah, really that's when it's good. It's when prime. it's almost cheese. <laughs> That's when you're getting good. You know milk. when your mil- milk starts to like firm up a little bit? That's <laughs> where you really want it. You want it to be like just curdle. <laughs> like kind of like minutes it, away from curdle. You kind of want it to just have a little bit of chunk to it. <laughs> <laughs> this is our best cold open, I think, yet. <laughs> talking about curdled milk. Curdled milk. What they don't realize is this normally is what we're talking about when the mic's off. <laughs> yeah, this is like this is a uh, We're really like, into aging. Yeah. <laughs> We've been practicing aging pretty much everything. I didn't age well. I lost yeah. all my hair. <laughs> it's actually stemmed from Jack not having hair anymore. We're like, oh, you didn't age well. Nope. <laughs> what else can we age? What else doesn't age well? It's funny because I'll go back and look at pictures of like when I had long hair and that like when my hair was like kind of pulled back. I can see when I was like 24, my widow. You can see where it was coming. Where it was coming in. Oh yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever go bald, Joe. Yeah, well, you guys got well, that knock on wood. Beautiful wow. Italian hair going on here. I'll do one for you. Thank you. You're welcome. It's got metal all around me. <laughs> <laughs> knock on some metal. <laughs> We're making that a new thing now, too. Boys, two weeks in a row for us. This is a big accomplishment. Yeah. Hey, we're not liars anymore. Yeah, nope. we've... Uh... Although... We did a very good job of not promising anything last episode. <laughs> I think that's our new standard. We just don't promise. <laughs> Over-deliver. Yeah, always under-promise, over-deliver. <laughs> always. Because lately it's been the inverse. Yeah. Well, that's not good for building an audience. Now people are like, oh my God, they put one out this week. <laughs> Can you believe that? They, Two weeks in a row? They've been working that's hard. the first time since the first time. <laughs> they, you kidding me? They got together for four hours and drank? <laughs> Didn't do On it. a Sunday? It's a lot of effort over here. <laughs> okay. Takes a lot of time out of our day doing things we would normally be doing, just not in front of a microphone. I mean, and there's hard times. I mean, Red Zone's definitely not loading anymore. Oh, it's a safe <laughs> screensaver now. What happened? I don't know. Maybe it's a ghost that's in the corner of your uh, basement. Yeah, apparently, my basement's haunted. Yeah, it's kind of. There's, there's no other way to explain it when lights just start playing creepy Halloween music and flickering in the corner. Yeah, the fact that it was Halloween music was. <laughs> Pretty ominous. Yeah. And, and Chris- that Christian backed it up by another experience <laughs> yeah. he had. He's like, oh, yeah, it's definitely haunted out here. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, something oh, fell. Yeah. something. The other day, lights started going off. Uh, the music played. Something fell over here. It's definitely haunted. He had no qualms about it, though. It didn't matter to him. No, he was just sitting on the couch. He was fine with it. He's okay. He's like, yeah, what? You guys don't know it's haunted down here? Of course it's haunted down here. You haven't met Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> name the ghost. <laughs> Do you name the ghost? Or the, does the ghost let you know what his name is? I think if Christian names them, it's allowed. Oh, that's all we needed? Was, yeah. <laughs> well, Joe said it was allowed, so. <laughs> Whatever doesn't piss him off. Well, you also found out, I think you, I don't know if you've talked to the ghost since we've been down here, but you found out he's he's a Lions fan. We started oh. disparaging the Lions and things started breaking. Yep. And yeah, he's, he's upset giving that feedback. he's the only one in Detroit upset that they're on bye. <laughs> hey, you know when you can't lose? When you don't play. <laughs> He's also really mad that he can't watch football right now because it's just on a safe screen. So. <laughs> and tilted away from well, him. Well, it stopped, it stopped working. Internet's really crappy around here. So, boys, the big news of the last week or so, Tom DeLong is back in Blink-182. It's not really Blink is back because Blink hasn't really gone anywhere. Yeah. They, they just didn't have in. Tom DeLong. Yeah. 
We're all pretty excited about it, I think. Joe or uh, Jack, I heard you. Oh damn it! I thought this was for me. No, this is not you. Just sit there. <laughs> heard you spent a pretty penny on some tickets already, though. Yeah, but it was uh, not as expensive as they're going for now. I uh, waited in line like when they first released the presale. Virtual line. Yeah, virtual line, and still every, annoying though. I'm sure it was it's terrible. Awful. Every seat I clicked on that I wanted was grayed out and sold as I was trying to pay for it. So they were like, oh, yeah. It nope. didn't have to be quicker than that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I ended up just clicking on a uh, spot, uh, uh. and I got through, and it's uh, mezzanine seating, but I got two tickets, which the total ended up being $196. For two or that one? For two. Oh, that's not bad. So it's that's not, not bad. bad. But the next day, they literally doubled in price. Yeah. And they, were going, they were going up as I was in, like, you yeah. sit in the waiting room. I got into the where you actually pick the ticket, and they were going up as I was sitting there. I pick a ticket, it would reload, and the same section was now like fifty dollars more. Yeah, we're like four days now into them being up for sale, and they are like quadruple the price. Floor yeah. seats are like thirteen hundred dollars. Where are they playing? LCA. Uh, LCA, LCA, Little Caesars Arena. Upper up my my <laughs> for buddy those got who tickets. Are in Detroit <laughs> and don't know what that is. <laughs> my buddy got upper bowl tickets for eighty dollars a piece when they first dropped, and then the next day they were one hundred and twenty dollars a piece. And now I think they're almost two hundred for upper bowl. Is yeah. it sold out yet? Oh, it's it's the pre sale. Still just pre sale. Yeah. So all those have sold so out. So there's a lot of tickets that I'm sure haven't even been on the market yet because yeah. they're, they're not going to sell it out in pre sale. There's multiple different companies or whatever doing pre sales, but um, now it's just. The, the things that are on sale right now at Ticketmaster is people reselling the tickets they bought. Right. And that's why jacking up the price by two times. That's why it's so much price. money. It's it's ridiculous. I can't believe how much concerts cost now. It's so insane. Yeah. And it's not just them. Like, there was... <laughs> this is so ridiculous. I, so I work for a radio station. And the one station I work for is a top 40 uh, hot AC station. So Pitbull is like a relatively large arti- ar- artist on our station. He was at... Pine Knob lawn seats were like $150 to sit on the lawn to see Mr. 3000, Mr. Worldwide. I think he's only got like one song I might know. I'm, you probably know a bunch of Pitbull songs. <laughs> I just don't know it's You just don't realize it's No, Pitbull, I think you're a closet Pitbull yeah, fan. Yeah. <laughs> Jack leaves here yeah, and immediately oh rolls up all the windows in his car and jams Pitbull. Yeah, he was he was fidgeting a lot when he said he doesn't know many <laughs> Pitbull songs. Oh Telltale signs of a liar right, right there. <laughs> Will not make eye contact. Hey, guess what? You're still a liar. <laughs> we, we stopped lying. I'm browsing his catalog. Browsing his catalog. <laughs> you, you got to it real quick, though. It was almost like you knew where it was and you had it saved. So anyway, Blink-22 is back. New song out. Yeah. New music video, yeah. too. It's funny, funny. It's funny looking up the video without typing in their band name, because I, I did it without thinking about it, so I just typed in edging video, and uh, some, some video... Um, suggestions came up that I was like, "What is happening?" I hope you're very not safe for work. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to explain it. You can Urban Dictionary edging yourself. <laughs> I'm very excited that they're back, though. It's kind of a big nostalgia thing. What do you think home. of the the new single? Uh, I like it. It's all right. Um, Jack's pretty critical. I think there's going to be a lot better songs on the new album. So we'll see. It's. I don't know. Is the tour going to be new album or old stuff? Uh, Mark did an interview where he said they are going to be um, celebrating new music. So I'm assuming it's going to be a little mixture. They're going to play so much old stuff, though. But oh, they, yeah. they have to. Is it in the They'll spring or is it what, coming out? Uh, it's in May. Oh, it's in May. So it's yeah. in May here. They, they start the world tour 
It's, we're like their eighth stop. Yeah, it's it's yeah. we're pretty early in the tour, which I'm thankful for because they're all old. So it might even be less than that. Yeah, that but music they, video really showed it. But that yeah. that tour goes no till 2024. Yeah. It's a worldwide tour. Like it's here. It's North America, North and it's North America. I think they do like some of Central America, then Europe, and then there's like another small leg of the tour. And then by 2024, they're in Australia and New Zealand, yeah. and they're playing like a bunch of places they haven't played before either. Do you guys have a show that uh, that you would have to go to? Well, honestly, this is kind of one of them because the band they're playing with, Turnstile, is one of like my other favorite bands, and I have yet to see them live, so I'm really excited for that. You mean like, is there one band that I, that you haven't seen, or one band that just no matter when they come, you have to go see them? I guess either or, yeah. Um, like you're paying no Whatever. matter what. It's basically what I just did for this there, one. Yeah. Yeah, but okay, but if they were if if Turnstile if they wasn't, were five hundred, would you have said that? No, right. It's, it's like w- also, no matter. If Turnstile wasn't on the show, I probably wouldn't have gotten my tickets. No. Oh, so you don't even really like Blink? No, I love Blink. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I mean, that's childhood band for yeah. all of us. But no, yeah, I don't know that there's a band I like. There's a I have a pretty low bar with the amount of money I'm willing to pay for tickets. Yeah. Now, what about like um, if it's not a concert? What like what about a playoff game? That's a bit situational. I feel like if they, if we have a chance to knock a team out, or obviously a chance to win a cup, is yeah. a different story. But yeah, I think it's a little higher for a sporting event than it would be a concert. Depends on what round, too. I think. Yeah, I mean, going to the home opener this weekend, I, I felt like I was like, I have to go. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to get tickets. <laughs> I didn't have to go, but thank you. <laughs> Appreciate you. You're welcome. We all actually ended up going. It was a nice thing. Yeah, we uh, we had the pod met up at the home opener, Wings home opener. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to be able to go. I was uh, You're sulking. game time. I was sulking game on my decision. Couch. Yeah, <laughs> texting my fiance. I was like, I really wish we could go to the Wings game tonight, and uh, but I just bought these Blink tickets for four hundred dollars. So. Uh, I don't know. Thirty minutes later, she texts me a screenshot of tickets. I was like, "All right, well, let's go." There was some steep prices. Oh yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Home opener is always going to sell out, but I mean, this is last first time in like six years we've had hope for above five hundred. That's true. <laughs> Do you want some airing of grievances? Oh yeah, go for it. I meant for you. Oh, I mean, I have a ton, so <laughs> With the I'll go purchasing. for a while. The ticket purchasing. <laughs> I feel like so anyone uh, you'd like to call out for causing those tickets to be purchased at the point they were at the price they were. I mean, it was it was just going to put this to bed. Yeah, it was a team effort. Um, whenever someone wasn't willing to pay the money, the other one egged them on. So, uh, <laughs> um, but me and my buddy, well, all of our buddies, uh, bought. He's probably better four. friends with you now than he is with me and Jack. <laughs> yeah, we text all the time. <laughs> Who are we referring to? Reds. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, we bought four. We asked a couple people that are listening right now and bailed. And um, <laughs> we... Uh, Who bailed? Just some people that shall not be named. Who <laughs> <laughs> were like, yeah, I'll, I'll, let, me look, let me look into it. I'll let you guys know. I might get, be able to get some good, a good deal. And then just no answer for two weeks. <laughs> I, uh... I, uh I have the bleep method. 
All in all, though, there's only one name that needs to be bleeped on this podcast. <laughs> we know who that is. <laughs> he may or may or not have said he was coming too. So, oh, liar. <laughs> now, did this person go to the game still? Yes. Uh, yeah, one of them. I know who it is. <laughs> one of them. Yeah, I, I know who it is. I'll- we'll have to accompany the pod tile this week with a, the picture of us at the game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it was a great time though. What an atmosphere that building was. It was the most packed I've seen that arena in quite a long time. Well, and Joe said it, Joe alluded to it. You can feel like the excitement. It is like palpable. Like you can feel it in the air. Oh yeah. People were amped for that game and amped for the season and and what this team possibly could be. The building was nuts. It was was a raucous environment. Chippy game too. Yeah. Can you believe the Red Wings had like 30 first period shots? (laughs) We haven't done that in five years, six years. Yeah. I don't remember a period where we had, we definitely had over twenty five in the first, and I don't. It was crazy. I don't remember a period like that ever. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Another, th- the other thing we noticed immediately was the size of Elmer Soderblom. Uh, that that whole six, line, eight is, yeah. Well, six eight made uh, Oscar Sundquist look small at six yeah, four. It's true. That guy is so giant out there. Did and I've get- seen Chara live before, but the way that kid can move and his hands at that size is just it's crazy. Unreal. I had a nice bet. Um, well, it was in a group chat. And uh, my buddy Tyler, who's uh, the ambassador of the <laughs> pod, brand ambassador, <laughs> um, he uh, bet my buddy Thaddy Daddy that uh, Soderblom would score the first goal. Oh! And Thad unwisely said, "Make it five thousand. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so he was so deep. confident. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was one of the texts I sent during the game. That was fun. That must be what happens when you're an Oilers fan. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys catch uh, Brendan Gallagher trying to run into Soderblom? Yeah, he also gave a cheap shot to his old teammate Sherratt right to the yeah, face. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, he, he got him good. But he tried to, like, he, he just bounced right off him and fell on the ice. It was the funniest he's, thing he's I've ever seen. Five nine. I know. I rewatched uh, the third the next day um, in the morning, and Mickey talking about Soderblom is, he's like, they're just bouncing off him. <laughs> he, he loves that. He loves it. <laughs> his favorite thing last year was people bouncing off Mo. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was good first game. Uh, I mean, to go to a game where you score three goals, the other team scores zero, so you never even have to like worry about the other fans cheering in front of you. That was the best. Yeah, it was an original six matchup against Canadians. That was fun. The building was a blast. Everyone was in a good mood because it was a win. It's very nice cool. to see the On Red a Friday, wins. too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So no one had anything to do the next day, or at least didn't have to work. So people were bombed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> people were enjoying themselves. The Canadian fans, like, just because we have Toronto in our lives, we, can it, can, the Canadians are kind of, you root for them? Tolerable. Yeah. So yeah, I hate them. There was a lot of, oh, like, uh, thanks for beating Toronto in the first game yeah. when I was <laughs> leaving. Compliment, yeah, complimenting, complimenting the Habs yeah. on beating Toronto the night before. Yeah. <laughs> That was pretty good. You had to catch a team on... They were on back-to-back, right? It was the night before, or was it two nights before? Uh, two nights before, two yeah. Before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a great time. That building's going to be a lot of fun this year. I yep. want to go to a few more games, because that was a blast. And if this team is... They're going to be better. I think they showed it in the first two games. And if they're oh. going to be... you know, it, It's going to be a lot more fun to go to those games now when you don't think there's a chance that they give up a nine spot and get bombed. Yeah. I know. And how cool we get to see Vladdy on the big screen. And that, yeah, was cool, that was awesome. Yeah. The Vladdy chant happened. Yeah. In the building, chanting Vladdy. Yeah, it was awesome. They uh, they somewhat previewed they're going to be honoring the 97 and 98 Cup teams this year. 
in November, I think, November or December. Yeah, like November third or fourth against Washington is ninety seven, and then I think the following home game that's is ninety eight. That's gonna be so fun. I was at the last. We were talking about this when we were at the game. I was at the the last time they honored the ninety seven team was the last year at the Joe, so twenty seventeen, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we saw the ninety they honored the ninety seven team, and every guy came back for it. That's awesome. Shanny, the grind line, Homer. I think I think Holmstrom dropped the puck. Dropped the ceremony for his puck. Yeah, but it'd it was be awesome cool if Federoff's back. Scotty Bowman was there. Yeah, he was. Uh, uh, Barry Smith was in the house. <laughs> <laughs> we got them all. We got them all. Even the uh, trainers. It was awesome. So yeah, more Wings games uh, to be had, and maybe some Wings games in different cities? Question mark. I'm done with that. Oh uh, yeah, I'm done whenever. All right. You heard it here, boys. <laughs> <laughs> even if I have to go with Charlie the Ghost, I'm going. Charlie the Ghost. <laughs> All right, let's get into some hockey topics. It's episode nine. It's Donnie Brook. Back-to-back weeks. Look at us. Who's got it better than us? <laughs> Jack. Play the music. <laughs> Jack doesn't know that. <laughs> I know. Nobody. Play the music. Welcome back to old-time hockey. Two guys in the punches, and they're doing exactly that. Holy It's a Donnie Brook episode nine again, as we do every podcast, or at least the podcast that I remember to do it. Please like, follow, listen. Uh, it's a dot at it's a Donnie Brook Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of them. Give us a like and a follow, and then listen to each episode as it drops mostly every week. Show your friends too. <laughs> yeah, show your friends. Comment on posts. That's fun. Yeah, uh, we respond. Yeah, we got even gotta... even responding to our. Uh, our brand, our brand ambassador, and Joe and Jack do a really good job. I don't help at all. Do a really good job of posting things on the in, on the Instagram. Comment on those. Send us some stuff if you think you're like, hey, this is a cool one to post. Send us whatever. We're about it. The about thing, the interaction. The only thing I post is that the episode's done. <laughs> well, that's well, we appreciate that. It's quite, though. It's quite a bit more than I do. Yeah. <laughs> I just send stuff to Tyler and tell him to post. Yeah. Hey, Tyler, get this up. Get this up. <laughs> So thanks to our team as well for doing what yes. they do. It's a good team here, even though I've never met the other two guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of like the linchpin. I, yeah. They don't exist, but... <laughs> it's, it's, all, everyone is actually Joe. <laughs> <laughs> He's the other three guys. Yeah. I'm catfishing all of you. <laughs> Just wait till I start asking for money. What's, yeah, what's his end game? I don't know. Tyler needs like a hundred bucks, guys. <laughs> He's going to promote from both uh, he's of you. Do Facebook promotion. He really needs the money. Guys. We're going to need to take that from the producer, too. I know. He needs like a hundred bucks and like two Blinks tickets for some reason. Now. <laughs> Jack? Uh, let's get into some hockey news notes uh, from around the league. Jack, you were right. I was right. I'm going to I'm gonna go in right to it. Torts is done. He's leaving. <laughs> I think he already left. <laughs> he's, already, he's already out the door. Uh, Jack's predict bold prediction was that torch is going to leave the flyers period just leave <laughs> just leave uh and this is what made us think of this he, he gave a great answer sitting down with uh, one of their reporters have you found something that you can build on an identity with this team no no so torch no confidence in this team already <laughs> is there anything you can build on do you have an identity no maybe it's like a nice reverse psychology though because two and oh they are two and oh 
I think it's Wait, they're 2-0? False yeah. hope. Oh, I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, they beat the Devils and the Canucks. I think it's false hope. I think you still got this, Jack. I think he's walking <laughs> out the door in three months. Maybe he just throws the deuces like when they're about to be good. <laughs> well, I've did my job. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna he's just gonna go in, in front of the media. You're welcome. I'm out. Court's out. Like I said before, no hope for this no team. No hope for this team. <laughs> Who's next? Enjoy your shitty team. I'm out of here. I think I'll go to the Kraken. Uh, there's a bunch of fun stuff this week. Uh, we talked a little bit about the Wings home opener. How about that line with Elmer Soderblom? We talked to, we talked about how he's six eight. He's got a six six Michael Rasmussen on his line. He's got Oscar Sundquist, who's six four. What are we calling this line? Right now, the I've been seeing around uh, Twitter and YouTube that they're calling the Redwood line. Okay, the Redwoods. I like that. I like the draft line. Oh, draft, draft line? Draft line, okay. It's kind of nice. I'm not sure they love that. <laughs> the Monstars. Okay. The Monstars I like. It's a good one. Can we get a video on the, on the big screen at Little Caesars with their faces superimposed over the Space Jam scenes with the monsters uh, yeah uh, yeah i'll work on that okay, this thanks. week <laughs> yeah i'm specifically asking you to put that up please <laughs> yeah i'll i'll be emailing a lot this week <laughs> as me and tyler yeah that's right <laughs> elmer first star of the night home opener how good can this kid be i mean i know it's small sample size early overreaction do we think he's like a 40 point kid in his rookie year who elmer yeah I'm going to say... Or are we tempering expectations? I, didn't you just have a feeling he was going to score? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to say... How many points did you just ask? Is he 40? Is he 40? I could see 40. Maybe maybe pushing 50. What was he have? He's got two points so far. You're looking at a uh, a rookie of the year candidate if he's scoring 50 points. Yeah. Well, cough, cough. Prediction. <laughs> cough, cough. Well, I did call it, but... <laughs> Just real confident after the first couple games. <laughs> no, I just think, like we were talking last week, he is put in situations. He's on power play. That third line plays just as much as the second line, at least the first two games. Yeah, it's a pretty even split. They, so, were, they were the starting line of the uh, second game. Yep. And and he made moves in the second game that a guy at 6'8 should not be making. His hands are so filthy for being 6'8. I know. It's... It's almost unbelievable to see when he does stuff like behind the back or through the legs, reaching, and his reach is unreal. Yeah. Well, you got him. We talked about it last week. You got to imagine he's 10 feet to your left when you're on the right side or vice versa. You yeah. can pull, hold the puck so far out. No one can. And he's, I know we talked about it back when he got to the rookie camp. He knows how to use his body already yeah. in that league. And he uses his body big. to shield the puck. He goes in the corner and. At that size, you should win the battles in the corner, and he and he has been. Just wait till he starts like using his whole body in these hits he's giving too. He's still like letting up a little. Yeah. Um, well, he probably doesn't want to kill anybody. I, seriously, I say start killing. <laughs> Adam wants blood. I want blood. <laughs> One thing I want to bring up about that home opener. I know we already talked about it, but the amount of fights that they stopped. There was a couple they could have let. Go. What's going on with that? Uh, who on this team's dropping the gloves for real, though? I think I it was. Know. I think it was a lot of uh, posturing. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I don't know that they, they stopped any fights from actually going down. Yeah. Yeah, and 
I, the Habs really don't have fighters yeah. either. And that's the league now. The yeah. league is – the NHL does – if you ask the NHL and they were being 100% honest about it, they'd say they don't want fighting. Yeah. Not not the players, not necessarily the coaches. If you're talking like owners and Batman and the league office, they would prefer there not to be any fights. Yeah. Or or it's limited to what it's at now. Yeah. they. I mean they probably do love the fact that it's, it is where it is now. And yeah. almost no stage fights. We talked – that there was no stage fights left in hockey anymore. There was one the other night. Rebo. Oh, yeah, you're talking about Ryan Felino? Oh, Rebo Ryan, and Reeves. Yeah. Ryan Reeves and Marcus Felino. That was, however, that did stem from a hit Felino threw. But that was line up at the draw, agree on it, drop the gloves. Whoever's dropping him with uh, Reeves is, <laughs> it's yeah. got some. You got some guts. You got a yeah. pair on you. That is terrifying. It's crazy. He's the, he's the, he's the true heavyweight. And he probably fights 10 times a year, yeah. 12 times a year. I get that there are people now who are just smart enough not to fight him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's a couple guys in the league that can handle themselves again against him. That Curtis McDermott has fought him a few times. He's still got Luch, too. Yeah. I I mean, he's he's fighting He still. He really did. He was one of those guys who really did turn into, he stopped fighting because people wouldn't fight him anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Which I'm surprised people still drop the gloves with Ryan Reeves. Because you're right. He's t- terrifying. He's literally terrifying. I don't think I've ever seen him lose a fight. He got McDermott got him pretty good last year. Yeah, and that might be the only time I've ever seen him even call it a, if you want to call that one a draw. Well, he's he's tough and he's just huge too. Yeah, he's that reach, especially if he grabs your uh, sweater, he can hold you out there. He's got that's the, what he did to Felino in that fight too. He's got the uh, he's always got that smirk on his face too. Like I know you don't want to do this. Just insane you don't want smirk. Any of this, yeah. Uh, Phillips Zadina, healthy scratch both nights so far. Three nothing win over the Habs. Five two win over the Devils. When does he draw into the lineup, and who does he draw in for when we do see him? Well, he's probably playing next game because it sounds like Burt's going to be out for a bit yeah. with blocking that shot. I'm not sure if it came out, if it was wrist or hand. I, uh, yeah. Um, they just said upper body, but he went immediately off right down, never showed up again in that Devils game. So it seems like Zadina's the open spot, or or Joey comes back in, they play Suter again. I think, I think so. The word from the coaching staff from Newsy was that despite they they really loved the attitude Zadina came back with after being told he was going to be a healthy scratch for the first game. He came back and started blocking shots in practice, and so the drive's there. He he knows that's not a good start to a season where he probably has to show something to stick around. I don't think it's a guy because he's obviously not waiver exempt. I don't think it's a guy you're ever going to waive this year, right? No. But if he can't crack the lineup enough, I mean, I, I don't yeah, know that. I don't know that you're just going to move him just just because he can't crack the lineup. I mean, you're going to have guys in the press box every night. But it's a bit telling that he hasn't beat out a guy like Suter. Well, Suter was in the press box too, but like um, an Ernie. Yeah. I mean, I know people love Ernie's game, but Ernie's not a great player. It just depends on where he's playing in the lineup. You can't like Ernie's just better as a fourth line guy than Zadina can be because yeah. he hits yep. and it's just a style of game. Zadina will play this week for sure. Do I think he gets first line minutes with Bert out? Kubalik did look good on first line for the rest of the second to the third and scored a goal. Yeah, I wouldn't see. I I couldn't see him them inserting Zadina into the lineup and then putting him that high in the lineup and yeah, him get rewarded immediately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he's probably going to play third line minutes or probably fourth line minutes because they're not going to break up the third line. Um, 
He'll play this week. I think he's going to try to get all those guys in. I bet we see Osterley this week too. Yeah, you probably don't go through the week without everyone at least getting one one night in the lineup. Some more fun stuff around the league. Anyone see the, the snow shower heard around the world? Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> that was so good. Uh, one of the best snow showers I've ever seen delivered to a non-goaltender. We see goalies get snowed sometimes, and it usually causes a fight. This one was Josh Norris taking, I mean, a <laughs> full-on snow shower from Rasmus. Yeah, it was like Valley. a snowball fight. Uh, Norris going along the boards, falls down. He's laying on the ice with his back against the boards, looking up at the guy he was battling for a puck. Darlene sees this as he goes down, and you can see in the video, if you look just to the right and you watch Darlene the whole time, he sees him, takes three long strides, and like as as perfectly as he could, aims right at his face and just snows him <laughs> in the face and casually turns around and skates away like nothing happened. Was the aftermath, did he go after him or anything? Uh, it looked like he might have Josh Norris got up. Tried. Yeah, he got up and he started going over there, but it's Josh Norris and Rasmus Dahlin and Jeff Skinner on the ice, so no one no one was really doing anything. Yeah. I just uh, love how blatantly obvious he <laughs> made what he was trying to do. Like, yeah, <laughs> listen to listen to them talking about it on the broadcast. He kind of falls there and then he gets tied up with the feet of Norris and takes him down. I think he's gonna get a tripping call here. As he has come in, he sprays Norris right in the face. And that's where Norris got up and went back at Dahlin. But you know what? I like that. That's a little bit of an attitude. That's a little bit of a, hey, take that. And you'd like to see it out of the young player like Rasmus Dahlin. Get a little more confidence out there. I like that he loved it. Oh, he loved oh, it. Oh, yeah. Spray, yeah nice no shower to that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what winning teams do. That's what Buffalo needs. Some <laughs> yeah. attitude. About time. Uh, nothing about his game, although he, he did play pretty well. But nothing about his game. He just likes the really ratty stuff that his team does. <laughs> Dahlin's off to a nice start, though. Two goals, two games. Snow showering. <laughs> Great snow shower. Great attitude. <laughs> uh, um, speaking of the Buffalo Sabres, Jeff Skinner is a <laughs> pipsqueak. Say to the bench as he comes by. So. Hey, you little pipsqueak, shut the fuck up. And I'm not sure. <laughs> the best part about that clip is the announcer at the end. Uh, sure. Sure. See, if that if if Skinner had said that, he'd be like, "You see that nice attitude out of my Buffalo Sabers." Oh yeah, <laughs> he would have loved it. So same announcer didn't like that. Didn't last like thing. that one. Yeah. Who, we, uh, who? A hot mic caught Austin Watson uh, telling Jeff Skinner he was a pipsqueak. <laughs> uh, the what that immediately reminded me of, and I know Jack loves this clip, but it's an old Mad TV clip with Blink One Eight Two. Look at the tie-in. Callback. They call that a callback in the business. <laughs> That's full circle. It reminded me of this immediately. Blink. Go to hell, Wally. Eat me, ass bitch. <laughs> hey, pipsqueak. The cat still got your tongue? Hey, dinkweed. Mom still got your balls? <laughs> oh, bad TV clip. No, Leave it to Blink-182. You know I hate it when you bicker. <laughs> so good. Uh, I love when the, the hot mic catches something good. It's usually the guys between the benches, which I don't know where this mic was. I think it was him skating to the bench. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> there's always something good. So was, and, a, was a player mic'd up for them to get that? No, the, the the guy who's standing in between the benches. Oh, okay. His mic was open was and hot. caught it. Like yeah. Ferraro or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was Ray, but... Well, whoever's, <laughs> whoever's the Buffalo Ray Ferraro. <laughs> the Buffalo Ray Ferraro. Yeah, that's the guy that was doing it. Uh, so some funny stuff, uh, and then we get into our least favorite team of all time, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Their fans suck, and other news, water's wet. We can skip this. <laughs> it's not not anything new there. Uh, we were watching the home opener, and me and Joe were texting about this. No one cheering for their players during the intros, with the exception of, what, Marner and Matthews? 
Yeah, it's a, a very strange. I mean, maybe it's because it costs like a thousand dollars to go to games now. Yeah, so they're not really hockey fans. They're just rich people who who uh, like or the or, prestige or of corporate going. tickets. And, yeah. yeah. Or is it that even their fans are so bored with the regular season that they're like, can we just go to the first round now? We just want to be in the first round and try to win one. Regular it's season probably a little of that. I mean, even the Wings had a little of that when they were good, where fans just were kind of whatever with the regular season. Yeah, we talked about it. Remember when the Wings were really good that they used to sell $6 tickets because yeah. no one would go until the games mattered? Exactly. And, I mean, those teams with like Lindstrom, Iserman, Fedorov... <laughs> And they couldn't sell. 11 Hall of Famers. So, well, they could sell. They just, no one would show yeah, up. Yeah, it was sold, sold out every night. Yeah. But a bunch of empty seats. They also had The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson in the crowd. Not sure what his connection is to the Leafs. Uh, but he's also... He's Canadian. Is he a Leafs fan? I think he was born in Ontario. Maybe? I think I think you better double check that. Fact check that, please. Check. Run the numbers. Fact check, fact check. He's a big Canadian guy who went and played football at the U. Well, so far, uh, Jack is completely wrong. Where's Dwayne the Rock Johnson from, Joe? He was born in California. Oh, okay. <laughs> so close to so, Ontario. But I can understand California CA is the abbreviation. Uh, Jack gets confused. Yeah. And it. every every Canadian, that's what's on their birth certificate, CA. <laughs> yeah, so it is tough. So the Rock, Canadian, Californian, it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> so he was there for their home opener to pump up the crowd and just like joe or jack's not very familiar with the rock and where he's from the rock is clearly not familiar with the leafs because go leafs go is the leafs chant yes this it is, what, is this is what he went with here we go let's go leafs let's go leafs let's go leafs let's go leafs all right so so the rock instead of the go leafs go chant he went with let's go leafs which it's still a chant, right? At first, I didn't even really notice that he did it wrong, but yeah, he just either. sounds like he's not sure what's, what what he's supposed to be doing. Um. Also, just so you know, his father, Rocky Johnson, was a Canadian professional wrestler. Oh, huh? is he Canadian though, or did he play, or did he wrestle in Canada? Yeah, to be determined. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's Hawaiian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this Canadian Rocky Johnson. Garbage. Uh, born 1944 in Amherst, Nova Scotia, Canada. Oh, he is a Nova Scotian. Is that why he's called The Rock? Maybe. <laughs> After his dad? Well, I think his name is... Oh, it's oh. so Rocky Johnson's real name isn't Rocky. Oh. Just like The Rock's real name isn't The Rock. <laughs> so what? <laughs> you mean his middle name isn't The Rock? Nope. His dad's name was Wade Douglas... Not Johnson. I'm confused. And this is the part of the segment where we just talk about The Rock. (laughs) Way off the rails. What is happening? I'm cutting this. What is happening? But he's from Canada. (laughs) So The Rock joined the Leafs for their home opener. He must have forgotten that he said this back in 2003. There's only one true superstar of the decade, true superstar of the millennium. You know who that is? The Rock will tell you who that is. Toronto, that is the jabroni beaten now pie-eating trailblazing eyebrow-raising stronger than a bear faster than a buck the biggest thing to hit canada because the maple leaves suck <laughs> pretty great huh that's intensity out of the rock you just switched the script right there that was middle of the ring in canada with the wwe telling the leaves how much they suck wow. and really pumping his own tires there 
talking in third person. Yeah, so maybe he was just trolling. He knew it was Go uh, Leafs Go. Always, oh, you think he was prepped for this? Yeah. They said, hey, you want to like come out and do a chant? He goes, yeah, I got this. Give me the mic. Yeah, I got to give me the mic. <laughs> Actually, when he was done, he dropped the mic and flipped the bird to everybody. <laughs> Forgot that part. I'm back. <laughs> Another guy also not a fan of the Leafs. Oh. And he is Canadian. Maybe you confused The Rock with uh, Michael Bublé. Oh, the oh, Canadian okay. guy. Maybe. Yeah. That, that that happens a lot. Well, he's Canadian, but he's clearly not a Leafs fan. And now I know there were people that came from Ontario to see the show. The Maple Leafs can suck it. <laughs> the way what? he the way he like just it sounds like he's gonna say something completely different yeah, and then just it's lays just it out there. Maple Leafs suck. <laughs> the Maple Leafs can suck it. <laughs> he's also wearing a, a Buffalo Sabres jersey when he did that. And he was in Buffalo, so that's fun. You gotta yeah. love when people hate on the Leafs. You do. And not a good start for uh old Maddie. <laughs> old Maddie. Leafs sit at two and one after their opening night night loss to the Habs. Sheldon Keefe called out his team. Pretty much immediately said uh, their performance was sloppy and unacceptable. And then they lose Matt Murray, injured already. He's going to be out four weeks with a hip injury. And Samsonov has been okay so far. Isn't this the exact question we had with this team going into the season? Pretty sure both of you uh, called that. Matt Murray, never healthy. Proving it immediately. Yeah, not healthy. The goaltending is always going to be the question, at least for this season, and it has been in other seasons past, but this is the worst goaltending they've had since they've been good. I can't believe as a team that with that much talent, who's going to be at the top of the division and the top of the conference went in. I know we've talked about it before, but they went into this season thinking that was going to be a fine tandem to go with. I mean, they fucked up by getting rid of Anderson in the first place. Yeah. I don't know why they thought Samsonov and Matt Murray were better ideas. Matt Murray is the guy, is the guy who was in the minors last year. And they trotting him out, and now four weeks with a hip injury. He might never be healthy this year. He might get spurts where he's he play for play four or five games over a ten game stretch, and then he's going to be hurt again because it's what he's done a lot since since he won a cup in Pittsburgh, basically. Yeah, and it just it, you're paying Matt Murray still four point six, so it's not like it's like a cheap show me deal, and he's hurt now, so you have that cap hit that is relieved a little so they I don't know they can't really f- trade for anyone unless they move another contract all this because they didn't want to pay Jack Campbell 5.5 I know or is no sense I mean Eisman gave up a third and they're we're paying Huso the same exact amount of money it's crazy who's been pretty damn good yeah shut out had good stats last year wasn't sent to the minors <laughs> and also frequently isn't injured <laughs> Talk about another well, talk about another bad start. The Yotes starting like the Yotes, a six two loss at Pittsburgh to start the year, followed by a six three loss at T D Garden against the Bruins. This was expected, especially after they sent out a tweet of the board in their room <laughs> of their lineup. They had these little lineup cards, they put it up. They don't even know who their backup goalie is. They right. had a double zero as his number and a bunch of question marks next to his name. Yeah, there's still they were hoping for the starter of the Sun Devils, I think, to just like emergency as the backup. <laughs> But this team also had their number one um, prospect make the team 
to sit in the press box. Yeah. So he Dylan, can't even make the team make this miserable Yotes team. Dylan Gunther, the 2021 ninth overall pick in the NHL draft, is who Joe's referring to. And yeah, he he makes the team out of camp. Everyone's like, oh, awesome, cool, we'll get to see the kid. He's in the press box for the first game. Now inserted into the lineup, game two, to assist or an assist immediately. So he got on got on the board and uh, was probably pretty happy to get in and and make some damage. So he's not sitting in the press box at. 19 years old. What could the possible reasoning be for doing that? They're the Yotes. <laughs> they <laughs> play in a college arena. They're uh, they're probably really... They saw like the starts of some of these teams, and they're like, no, we have to be no, the worst. No, we need to be bad. We're, yeah. we're the worst. Connor Bedard is going to be ours. Yeah. I see you, Sharks, <laughs> and I see you, Hawks. Hold my beer. <laughs> we'll bench our best players. <laughs> Uh, well, you brought up the Sharks. Currently pretty miserable. That team stinks. We'll get into a little bit of that later as far as the... Uh, what? Who have they played? Other than Well, they had those two games against Nashville to start the year in Prague, which they lost both of those. Uh, I don't know who they played after because they're 0-4. Four. I, they <laughs> lost by one to Carolina, which... Okay. Good team. Moral victory? I'll give them moral victory, yeah. That's like uh, when you go through the uh, handshake line after a first-round loss and you get a little... <laughs> they're like, no, they really tried hard this time, I think. Shots fired at the Leafs. <laughs> Everything comes back to hating the Leafs. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, also a 5-2 loss to a very good Hawks team. So That is such a bad <laughs> loss. You know how mad the Hawks management probably was? Like, no, stop. Stop scoring. They're supposed to be better than us. We are trying to be the Yotes this year. We want Connor Bedard. It's going to be a race to be the absolutely, absolutely most miserable team in the NHL between those few teams. Yeah, and how much longer can Ken play on that team? Deadline. It this must be the deadline. deadline. He's already yelling at Seth Jones during the game, <laughs> and they're that. picking it up on hot mics. That's so good. Uh, He's got to be so frustrating, but also that's good. Yeah, who cares? Uh, the Chicklets boys had some fun with Sidney Crosby mid-game from the stands. Uh, so Yotes Pens, that game we just touched on. Spit Chicklets is in town. Uh, first, let's let's start with this. So I saw Ryan Whitney post a video of the hotel room they gave him. So they put him up in this hotel room in downtown Pittsburgh. And he walks in. And he's like, just when I thought this couldn't get any better. And they had a bucket of a bunch of iced big deal beers, their new beer. And he's like, and then I turned around and I see all this shit on the walls and it's all pictures of the cup team that he was traded away from that they, <laughs> that they won. So he's traded away in the middle of the season. They win the cup that year and it's all the boys celebrating and people lifting the cup and drinking out of the cup. That's what the room was decorated with. That's the best. He looked at the camera. He's like, I might leave. <laughs> there was a, there was a signing before the game and this one kid had a shirt of, uh, it was two blocks. One block was Whitney in uh, Oilered stuff. And then next was Kunitz holding the cup. <laughs> so good. And he made him sign his face. <laughs> the uh, the pictures in the room, one was Kunitz lifting the cup. One was uh, Sid and Latang drinking out of the cup. Uh, it was like the team picture. It was so good. <laughs> so anyway, Chico's boys were in the stands. They were getting interviewed by whoever the in-arena girl is. Uh, there and the the mic was hot, so the whole arena could hear it. And this is uh, this is what that sounded like. 
uh, before I answer that, uh, the guys here on the bench, Sid, Sid, we talked about this, buddy. I said, don't be up on my coyotes. Can you score the first couple of minutes? What are you doing? I see you sitting on your water at Norman, buddy. I'm going to see you in the locker room after the game. We didn't win out there to throw a couple of pizzas to get us back in this one. It's okay. Actually, I'm sorry. I'm the one Sid, you know you wouldn't be the player you were without me. Sid, you told me that one time. You told me that one time. So the Chicklets boys really going after Sid in front of the whole arena. <laughs> like how Biz, Sid, we talked about this, bud. Don't beat up on my coyotes. You score in the first five minutes. <laughs> and then Whitney telling Sid that he wouldn't be the player he is today without him playing with him. That well, was pretty good. Uh, Sid's face during all this is hilarious because he doesn't look entertained at all. He didn't look happy. And I, I don't think I've ever seen anyone yell at a player like that mid-game. I know. Well, he's like, I see you pretending like you can't hear me on the bench. <laughs> Drinking your water. <laughs> no, that oh, was like so one good. of the... Those guys were bombed, too. Oh, they were bombed. But that, <laughs> it's funny. that was like the funniest thing I've seen in a while. That like interaction with a player that's playing in the game... <laughs> Regular season. <laughs> yeah, not a preseason, none of that. Like It's unbelievable. Uh, but good for uh, the woman that's interviewing to just keep the mic there the whole time. <laughs> well, she didn't have a choice. Whitney kept grabbing her arm and yeah. the mic back. <laughs> Sorry for grabbing your wrist. Yeah, he apologized about it, too. That was so good. You know what else is good? Do we have the best commissioner in sports? Oh my gosh, Gary Bettman! What a what a gem! Knowledgeable, what a gem that guy is! Extremely knowledgeable, knows all his players. He knows the superstars in this league, including the Con Smythe winner, (laughs) (laughs) including one Caleb McCarr. What did you say, Gary? Caleb McCarr. Oh yeah, he knows all the superstars in the league, like Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, and of course Caleb McCarr. Caleb (laughs) McCarr. He's on the TNT broadcast with uh, Anson Carter and those guys, and he let out a. Caleb McCarr. Here's the full clip, just for reference. Because you're a fan of the game, too. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You you can look at... Uh, you can't pick one player. You know, you can look at Connor McDavid and Caleb McCarr and Austin Matthews. And no, you're right. You can't pick one player because you don't even know his name. Yeah, I liked he was like kind of uh, um, shooken up when just asked, do you watch? <laughs> do you watch the game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure yeah. do. Uh-huh. I've seen all the games. Every single one. I watch every game. Yeah. I know Connor McNathan, <laughs> Boston Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've watched every game, so he uh, test me. He couldn't remember. He couldn't say the name correctly of the reigning Norris Trophy Con Smythe winner, Caleb McCarr. Also, it's so player ridiculous. changing the position. Top three best athlete in the game. Yeah, he's, he's he's at least one of the top five players in the world, and he couldn't remember his name. Caleb McCarr. Yeah, he gets like points, I guess. He had Forgetting all the letters. The he just added a couple more. He just added some. <laughs> yeah. He added a B. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb McCarr. Did, I don't think anyone reacted to it either. I don't set. think so either. I think he no. just thought, uh, we're going to have to move past that. <laughs> Yeah, I can't call out the commission on live TV, I guess. Our jobs be on the line. I wish Biz was on the broadcast when that happened, because you know he it He probably would have said something. <laughs> like, who's Caleb McCarr? Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that Caleb's brother? Is They'll bring it up. Uh, I mean, that won't go away lightly. Also, <laughs> no. Batman's just an ass. <laughs> He's the worst. Uh, all right. Take a quick break, and we'll come back with a uh, a new segment.
I think we're going to have some fun with. <laughs> All right. First react. First impressions. Some overreactions. The senators still stink. No wins yet. Love it. All hype. Was it all that fake hype to start the year? I mean, I've said it. <laughs> Joe's I don't want to hear about it Joe's anymore. Been a fan of it. And uh, them O two now is that what they're? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they lost to the Leafs. Who was the other l- loss? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's a loss. It is a loss. I'm glad that they're O two. So is this? Do you ex- do you expect them to be bad though? They'll be below 500. Yeah, is my. Ex- I mean, they lost to Buffalo. So, well, I mean, also we could lose to Buffalo. Yeah, so, well, let's let's be careful about what we say here. <laughs> but I'm also not. I didn't predict us to go to the playoffs. People were saying this is like the best top six in the league. Yeah, I I, I couldn't believe that. And they're yeah, and they wanted them as a playoff team. Playoff team, uh, Debrinket with no goals in the beginning, first two games. Oh, man. Another most bold prediction. Uh, <laughs> Joe's All Joe's predictions are solid through. Yeah, stop the count. Games. Stop the count right two now. Games. No more counting votes. <laughs> uh, I thought the Flyers were going to finish last, Adam. The Flyers are undefeated, boys. Yeah, surprisingly, hold, lost the game. Yet. Hold your horses. What you think they're gonna? You think Torch is gonna leave or something? <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely gonna lose something. It's the immediate overreaction to these things. The Flyers haven't lost yet, and I would have thought they'd be struggling to win a game at ten games into the season. Yeah, they. Uh, is it the Torch factor? I, I think, think we can all agree Torch is a good coach. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and his first. Year somewhere he usually gets them to play better or uh, if he more. Doesn't, he so, so you're saying he doesn't hate anyone yet, or they don't hate him yet? Oh, okay, the other that's, way around. That's what it is. Yeah. He'll he'll get there, but as of right now, they're still like kind of like, oh no, that's just torts. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he just does just, that. He just gets a bad rap. He's yeah. probably much better than this. <laughs> right. okay. He's like the friend you're always defending. <laughs> He's like, no, nah, no, nah, he's a good guy, though. Yeah, he's an asshole, but he's like our asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I know he said that, but he didn't mean it. <laughs> he says stuff he doesn't mean all the time. Just give him a break. should hear what he says to me. Well, they won 5-2 against the Devils. No, the Devils, Devils, bad start. <laughs> Rough yeah. start for that team. Rough. Oh, it was that a little pun? Because uh, Lindy's in big trouble Lindy there. Lindy Rough. Yeah. <laughs> Rough start. <laughs> nah, I forgot he was the coach there. <laughs> Well, they were chanting for him to be fired yesterday. They were like, this is rough. This is rough. Yeah, and then they are like, do you get the pun? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they explained Very, it to him. Extremely elaborate. Is he like, I don't get it. I don't understand. <laughs> extremely elaborate chants coming from Jersey these days. Well, they're focused on being good at one thing. Yeah, because the team is not good. <laughs> well, well said. <laughs> The New York Rangers are the best team in the East. Oh, wait, never mind. Did you see their loss the other night? I did. They, they're really, uh, they've had to play like a, every time I look, they're playing. Yeah, they, well, they, well, yeah, they're one of the, what, four, four games already? Uh, but a 4-1 loss to the Winnipeg Jets, who I think we all think is a pretty middling team in the NHL. And I don't think they're a playoff team, but they're definitely not a bad team. But a 4-1 loss, is that 
I th- my thought was it's a case of some tired legs early in the season playing a bunch of games. Oh, but you're you're combing over the fact that they had a seven three win against right Minnesota. That, right, but that's why I said they're the best team in the East, gotcha. maybe in the league. Oh, wait a minute, you just got thumped by the Winnipeg Smoked, Jets. Yeah, yeah, but it was a night after and homecoming games or home openers, home teams. Who's the homecoming come. king? <laughs> <laughs> No one on the Rangers, at least in that game. Uh, it is. It's easy to get up for the home opener, right? You know, I mean, how many times have the Wings won home openers? And the hell was that? Is it me? Yeah, you're oh. shaking something. Oh. I'm like, what is happening? I thought down it was there? a ghost again. I thought it was Charlie. <laughs> uh, with home openers, the home team just is up. I mean, you got. New season, fans are you probably have a sellout, especially for so a team loud, especially for a team that's expected to compete for a cup. Yeah, so and um, MSG. No, I'm saying the Winnipeg loss. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's their home opener. Yeah, uh, there's nothing else to do in Winnipeg. Yeah, I mean, you got. <laughs> I think that's their first game they played too. So the Jets. Yeah, yeah. I think, like it's I a, said, don't it, overreact with anything that's but starting right now. But the Rangers, watching the Rangers beat the Lightning like they did, and then absolutely crush the wild. I, it really made me rethink my canes to the finals pick because if there's going to be a team standing in their way, that team, that Rangers team looks legit. Well, I like the Rangers. I think it might show that we might've been a little too high with Minnesota too. I knew I should have kept them out of the playoffs. <laughs> I said it three months ago. I didn't follow through. I thought for sure you were going to bring up the fact that you picked the Rangers to go to the finals. <laughs> oh, I did do that too. <laughs> no, but uh, the wild, it's two games, though. Overreaction. Overreaction. That's why we're calling it. Yeah. The Canes? Kangaroo Court. To are, Kangaroo Court. <laughs> are the Canes undefeated right now? 2 0? Yep, they are. So, my team to go to the Stanley Cup final, also <laughs> undefeated. <laughs> How do you like that? Well, the Rangers have lost. So, they're, um, they play three games. I think there's only nine teams left that are unbeaten, but it's still early. I mean, the Wings haven't played anyone that Never had too early a defense above, uh, I think, 28th in the league yet. So <laughs> so we might be overreacting to the Wings starting good. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Uh, so let's get into buy, sell, or hold. It's, uh, each of these topics on, to- on today's NHL stock market. You got to tell us whether you're buying, you're holding, or you're selling on each of these topics. Well, explain explain what hold means, though. So, so obviously, you're buying it. Yes, you know. Kale McCarr is the best defenseman in the league. You're, are you buying it? Are you selling that? No. Uh, you know, whoever is better, Hedman's better. Or, hold or holding, that- you're not really sure yet. You just stand, I'll stand pat on that. I'm going to hold. I don't think, you know, I, I don't I don't know confidently enough to buy or well, sell. you must that. have faith that it's going to happen if you're holding, right? Yeah, I, I would say yeah. Yeah. Because you you would think it's going up. You're, you, don't, you don't have the confidence to buy, but you're also not, like selling that, you know, if, if that was a question, best defenseman in the league, yeah. you're like, I think he can be, I still think he can be. I'm not confident, but I'm also not saying it's not happening. Yeah, I get it. So buy, sell, hold the New York Rangers are the best team in the East. Jack. I'm going to stick with the Canes. So, so you're selling. Would that mean I'm selling it? Yep. Selling it. Selling it. <laughs> selling it. Right we'll get the hang of this. Right to the Canes. <laughs> uh, I mean, they, it's going to be neck and neck with them. I don't think Pittsburgh is going to stay as hot as they are right now. Um, I think it's going to be the Canes and the Rangers. So what that mean? I'm holding because I'm not really sure. No, if you, oh no, yeah, I guess, I guess we can, no, it's going to be sell. close. 
Should it just well, be buy or sell? Your, in case it's buy or sell. <laughs> buy or sell. Do, should we do another? How about whole if you're intro? really not? If I if you're really not sure, you just say op. It's like a pass. Hold. Okay. Hold. Okay. 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 All right. All right. That's what we'll do. So you're so you're selling though. Yeah. You're picking the canes, Joe. Yep. Uh, I'm buying and holding, I guess, because I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I picked them to be the best in the East, and I still think they're going to be. Uh, I like. Like I said last time, I like the D. They have the best goalie in the league last year, and they have scoring. But to Jack's point, the Canes are probably my second highest in the East. Yeah, this one's close. Despite the fact that I took the Canes to go to the Stanley Cup final, I'm buying. I think the Rangers are slightly better than the Canes, and it's all going to come down to health with those two teams. I think they could be real close. We agree it's going to be neck and neck. Health is going to be the key thing, which it is for a ton of teams. For but, sure. Uh Whoever's going to be healthy is going to win the East. We talked about it. It was all over reactions. Wings are 2-0. The Detroit Red Wings are playoff bound. Joe, start there. Do I think they're playoff bound? No, but I am seeing things in the first two games that I haven't seen them do in a while. They have eight goals by eight different guys. They are playing, they've given up only two goals in two games. They're doing it. They're lighting that lamp. But also against two pretty miserable teams. (laughs) So, (laughs) well, uh, you got to give them credit. They're winning games. They should win. Watching that Devils game yesterday, we were outshot by a ton. They had lost the last three years written all over Absolutely. And they've, they not only found a way to win, but they scored five goals, um, all even strength. Yeah, that's impressive. So, um, I still don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but um, I guess I'll hold so on them. But, or... <laughs> this is like the definition of a hold. Yeah. Jack? Uh, I'm going to hold. I can see it happening, but it's still a little unsure. They've just been playing defensively really good, like way more defensively sound than they have in like the last three seasons. Um, it's crazy to see him do that, but I mean, if they keep that up, yeah, they're going to the playoffs. Well, you can tell that, uh, Lalone's system is working, is working one, but also is, is like not confusing. Like they clicking. That was one of the topics of conversation around the wings was that it's a much more simplified system than Jeff Blasser. Yes. And simplified. And even during the devil's game, Mickey said a couple times how he saw Larkin and other players where they were about to go into the zone and then they remembered the system and they circled back and they're staying sound. I think I think it allows a simplified system like that allows these guys to just go out and play their game. Allows them to just play the 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 game they're supposed to be playing, not think quite as much and just react in real time and use their hockey sense. And it it just it it makes it a much easier game to play, and you're not constantly worried about doing the wrong thing or being in the wrong spot in a system that you aren't necessarily comfortable with. And yeah. I'm sure they were used to it with Blasio because it had been so long. I don't know that they were all necessarily comfortable playing that style. And I feel like having a system like that makes it easier for the manager and the coach to do their jobs, where they can input players where they need to play them. Because if they're the players allowed to play their game and they don't like it, then the system allows them to make the changes. And as long as everyone buys in, which yeah. it seems so far early that they are. And also, at the end of the day, we just have better players than we've had. True. You know? More talent. 
I mean, our second line last year was Suter, Zadina, Fabry, and no one played in the opener. Yeah, none of those guys played. True. All that said, I'm selling. They're not a playoff team. No. No. I I feel pretty confident they're not a playoff team, although I will say I think there's a chance they're better than I expected them to be by a little bit. Um, but I don't know that I'm necessarily surprised by the first couple games. I think I agree that they're playing sound. It's also a new coach. Like it's it things are very new. It's a it's a new system, you know, like we talked about, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna stay like this. Yeah. And I still think there's going to be some games where I think we'll avoid the 11-2 thumpings and the, the the big numbers getting put up. But I also don't know that, will this offense stay as hot? Will the defense still be as good? Will there be some letdowns in the net from time to time? I think they might be a little bit better than I expected, but I'm selling. They're not a playoff team. Also, uh, there's going to be tape on them that teams don't have yet. Right. True. As we keep... Progressing through the season, they're going to figure out what systems we're running, and that will change. Um, and let's not forget the Canadians and the Devils. Yeah, are the two opponents so yeah. far. True. You know, let's see. Had this been last year, and it was a three nothing win over Tampa Bay to open the season, I'd be like, "Well, that's <laughs> right. very unexpected." Now we did put up a stupid amount of goals last year in that game, but neither team played any defense. No. If, if that had been the the reverse this year, and we played Tampa, and it was a three nothing win, I'd feel a lot more different. Because you just did it against a, a wagon. Yeah, let's. I'm still gonna wait till like the ten fifteen mark where you can kind of see what you have. Yeah, if we're talking, if we're talking, if we're asking this question in at Thanksgiving, I think all of our opinions probably a lot different. Oh, for sure, they're winning games they should win, and that's a sign of a team that's improving. So, next topic: Sidney Crosby. Can he be a top ten point scorer? Again, this season. Again, meaning, can he return to the top 10 somewhere he hasn't been in a few years now? He's got six points in his first two games. He's on fire to start the year. Jack, you want to start? Uh, sure. Uh, I think he's going to get hurt within the first 30 games. <laughs> <laughs> and model so, of positivity over there. Selling. <laughs> selling it. Heavy sell. That's, yep. all, that's all the really explanation I got. He's gonna get I, hurt. Listen, before you started saying it, that's... The biggest concern with him yep. at his age is he he does get hurt. He's had plenty of concussions. At least once a year he gets hurt, though. Yeah. Something happens, he misses some games. I, I'll i buy it. I think he can. It's a bounce back. And really not a bounce back because he's almost he, a point a game no matter what. It's yeah. just always in 63 games. Well, he played 69 last year, 84. He played 55, 62 points. Hey, so he's over a point a game every time. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the greatest players to ever play, but I just think he's going to get hurt. If he stays healthy, also that team needs him. Um, yeah. more than they've had maybe in years past. Mm-hmm. And with Gensel on your line, you're going to get points. Um, it's a solid uh, first line, you know, so he'll score or at least rack up points like he is. I think that might be the biggest thing that, that you said there is they need him to be a top 10 point scorer. Yeah, if they're going to make the playoffs and and do something this season, Crosby has to be... Are you buying saying that you also do think he'll stay healthy this year? Uh, or at least relatively healthy? Well, he Let's played 69 say, games last year, so he missed uh, 22, 23. Um, what, what does staying healthy look like to you? What number? I think he'd have to miss less than 20 games. So you th- at like 75? Yeah. He, he plays nearly a full season. Maybe he misses 8 to 10 games. 
What was top 10? What was the 10th point last year? Uh, who, what, how many points did they have? Yeah, the 10th uh, top player. Uh, last year was... Was it in the hundreds? 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Mitch Marner at 97. 97? Crosby had 84 and 69. If he plays a full season, he can get 97, 100 points. I'm going to buy two, thinking he stays healthy-ish this year. Again, maybe he misses 10 games, but... I mean, you just read the stats. Ten games for him could be almost 100 points, though. Yeah. You know, playing 75 games, he could mm-hmm. be at 90, 98 points. Well, he played two and has six so, so far this season. So I'm, I'm going to buy. I'm buying Crosby in the top 10 again this year. Dylan Larkin is on pace for 164 points through two games. Not a bad start. Will this be the year he gets to 100 points? Again, barring staying healthy. Sorry. That's it. Is that a no? <laughs> Is it a heavy no? That's a full buy. Hey, I'm you start. Uh, I'm selling. I think Larkin has. I think it's been a really good start, but he's also put a lot of effort into the defensive side of his game and playing a 200 foot game. That doesn't mean he's not going to go out and score 30 goals. It doesn't mean he's not going to get 75 points. But I could see 85 being where he tops out this year. Yeah, I think I'll sell too. I'm a huge Larkin fan. And he's probably a point a game that would be he'd have to be over a lot. I mean, they do have depth now, but I they also don't need him to score as much as they did in the past. They've added a lot of scoring that will make that allows him to play more of that two way game. Exactly. That I think Eisman is probably looking for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not that I, he could still do a point a game this year and play that defensive style, but. He's got to go on like a real heater for like a couple months to hit 100, I think. So his best season was 73 points in 76 games in 1819 as a 22-year-old. Um, yeah, he's a good start like this is the reason you asked this question, though. Yeah. You know, he's, he's two points a game right now going, going early. If he, could, if he could get to 30 real quick early in the year and go on a big run to start the year, I think that allows for some time for him to maybe play a little more defensive or or slow down and get cold for ten games. He would need you to gotta, do a, you got to stack him quick. What Kadri did last year, where yeah. all of a sudden you look and you're like, "Holy crap, Kadri's third scoring!" Yeah, he's got 42 assists in 38 games or yeah. whatever. Like, yeah, he's got to he's gonna have to do something like that. So I'm a sell as well, Jack Jack. Well, I was buying until you guys just said all that <laughs> shit. <laughs> And he talked me off it. <laughs> well, t- why did you want to buy before you heard uh, what we said? <laughs> I mainly just because I want to see him score 100 points. Yeah. But I that's mean, fair. What, what, how old is he? He's 25 or 26? He's 20, 25? Uh, Dylan Larkin is 26 years old. 26. So he's, this, this could be his prime. Should be. This could be his prime season where he does go on a run for a couple months and does. He doesn't need to. I mean, of course, he has to play defensively, but he's got with this new system. Everyone else is going to have to play defensively as well. So, also with the added depth, I mean, Burt going down in game two last year, or even any other year prior, kills our offense. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So now we have guys that can easily slide up and still contribute. You know. Yeah, that's, I mean, really, if you think about it with Burt out, 
it'll be it'll tell hurt. it'll tell a lot. Yeah, he blocked that shot. Yeah. in the um, oh yeah. game, it'll tell you a lot based on what Larkin does while Bert's out. Yeah, if he if he picks True. if he keeps doing what he's doing and picking up the slack where Bert maybe would have helped out if he kind of slid the other way. Picking up slack. Yeah, and if I'm playing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, I was just gonna say if I'm doing devil's advocate, him not having the weight of the team on his shoulders could help him. You know, playing looser yep. out there, he doesn't uh, feel like he has to be the guy every night. Yeah, he doesn't have to. He doesn't. He's, he doesn't have to be the one to get to get to get it going and and be the producer every single night. Yeah, he's got guys around him that can do it. I mean, in you know, in different lines per, that can. Per, do it. Yeah, per, right. Exactly. There's way more depth. Peron putting the puck in the net. Kubalik starts. You know, what I mean, there's guys there that can fill that void. What I was going to say though is, it's possible that not having someone like Bird on that line hurts him from getting to 100 because that line is so much. What's the word I'm looking for? Chemistry. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> in sync. <laughs> in sync. The San Jose Sharks are actually the worst team in the NHL. Yotes. Yeah, I'm selling. I just look at that look at that Yotes lineup and it can't get much worse than that lineup. Selling it. We could hold I'll hold on them if, oh, if you think there's a chance. There's a chance. I think there's too much talent still in San Jose. Timo Meyer and Hurdle and Couture and I think that team's still they're awful. And <laughs> don't get me wrong. I don't think they're bottom of the barrel awful. I think Chicago will still be worse than them. I think the Yotes will definitely still be worse than them. I mean, that Yotes lineup might be the one of the worst lineups I've ever seen in the NHL. Yeah, it's not not good by any <laughs> means. Can I say something bold here, maybe? Sure. I think the Columbus Jacket Blue Jackets are going to be at the bottom of the barrel. Wow. The Blue Jackets. Yep. They did lose line A. I mean, this might be just because of my depth. Put it on the board. My depth Put it of, on the board. <laughs> this might be my depth of hockey knowledge, but I'm looking at this team, and I do not see a lot of people that I know at all. Well, line A is out for a month. Yeah. That's four weeks. That's not going to help. Doesn't help my bold prediction of him scoring like, 50 either. Like no. Eric Robinson, a 27-year-old. Uh, Justin Danforth. I've never heard of this guy. <laughs> keep, keep reading. Yeah, I was just saying, keep going. Keep going. Uh, Oliver... Matthew, Matthew, Matthew. Okay, we'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah, Joe, Joe's not going to know any better. Yeah, I don't know any better, <laughs> so you're good. I guess that's the only guys I know, but none of the rest of their team is like. They have Johnny Gaudreau as a superstar. What's their top line? Uh, with think, line it, A out, isn't it Voracek, Gaudreau? Well, not with line A out. Uh, Boone, Boone Boone's their center. Boone. Yeah, Boone, Boone, Voracek, and Johnny, Johnny? Hockey. Uh, is Voracek there? I'm not even up. sure. Yeah. Also, Boone. Maybe the best name in the NHL. Yeah, Boone. Boone. <laughs> they don't Boone him, though, do they? <laughs> I don't know. I love that question, though. <laughs> uh, Jack. They need to Boone him more. New drop. Yeah, boon. if they Boone him more, he'd be, he'd be the best. <laughs> Joe, did you sell the Sharks the worst team? Or did you hold? No, I held because that was an option. Holding. Oh, for all these guys that just wanted to get rid of the holding, they sure hold on every topic. <laughs> it's a good. Uh, it's a good. Like I don't. I don't know. So you're on the fence about it. Yeah. So you just. I don't want to make a stand either way. So I'm gonna hold. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your stances. It also might be way too early so, to be buying, holding, or selling. So let's just be honest about that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little early. All overreaction. Whole podcast of overreacting. Um, we are wrong. It is Boone Jenner, Gus Nyquist on the first line with oh, Johnny Goose. How did we forget 
And the goose, the goose is loose. <laughs> I, I forgot goose, that they though. got that Cole Sillinger kid who he's he's a rookie, right? Yes. Yeah, he could be pretty good. So maybe I'm wrong, but no beast. <laughs> Taking back everything he said about that bold prediction. I'd be bold. We should just have an episode where Jack talks him in and out of ideas. <laughs> he basically did it himself. Yeah. We didn't help at all. Uh, tell us more. Never mind. I'm out of this. <laughs> we just give him one topic. That will be the next segment. Jack, here's your topic. Explain both sides to us. <laughs> yeah. uh, Columbus is trash. Uh, we take a quick break. But they might not be. Pay some bills, and we'll be back to hit the books. We're just about that action, boss. All right, let's hit the books. We want to do a little bit of sports betting each week. It's become so, so popular with the rise of being able to do it on your phone and everything. Uh, we wanted to get in some bets. So we're going to pick some games here. Maybe we'll do some locks of the week as you know in upcoming podcasts. But right now, let's just focus on a handful of games for next week. Quick question. Yeah. What's your guys' go-to uh, sports betting app? FanDuel. Yeah, I have both, but I use Fandle. I have all of them, but I only use Fandle pretty much. I'm an MGM guy. Oh, interesting. I don't have that one. Is it yeah. nice? I, I like I it. it. I find all of them. I don't have MGM. Oh, it's a nice. Oh, I know. I could call out. MGM never. Uh, you know, you have to you have to get like approved or whatever. You like mm-hmm. make a profile. It never approved me. No, it just wouldn't work. What's it wouldn't allow that? me to make bets. And like, wait, don't. wait 72 hours. And you'll have a, an approval email or something like that, and it never works. So I've like, used all of them, and I found it's the easiest for with, withdrawing and depositing, and it's just uh, fun to use. Fandle's super easy with that stuff. Yeah. I, no free I, ads, don't, I don't like the... <laughs> I will say, I don't like the... Uh, Bleep this. Dra- <laughs> Bleep that. DraftKings, I hate the interface, yeah, hate but it. they do have the best research. So oh. like sometimes I'll go to DraftKings and click the little research thing, and it'll tell you, like, in the last 15 home games, this team is... You know, ten and five against the spread. Oh, that is they, nice. They have like those stats that are really good. Yeah the the FanDuel is a better interface. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I like it too. All right, All right let's get into them. Wednesday. The Philadelphia Flyers point, head down Joe. to Sunrise <laughs> to take on the Panthers. You got a feel on this one, Jack? Jack, you start. I wasn't paying attention. All right, we'll the Philadelphia Flyers <laughs> head down to Sunrise to take on the Panthers. Uh, what do you got? I'm just going to be bold here. Philadelphia remains undefeated. Wow. Torts is sticking around yep. wow. for a little he ain't while leaving. longer. Things are going to go downhill hey, real fast when they do go downhill. Halfway through the season, so he's got time. Okay. Joe? I'll take Florida and let me just check one second. The winning ways end for the Flyers, you think? Yeah, I think uh, home opener for uh, the Panthers Give me the Panthers. Just money line. Money line. I was going to see what the over six goals probably could hit, but I'll just do the money line. Florida wins at home. First home game. So you got money line. Jack, you still sticking with your uh, Philly money line? Philly money line. All right. I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go a little bit more guaranteed here. I'm going to take Florida, and I'm going to take them on the puck line. I think they win by two. I think it's a two goal win, whether that's an empty net error or not. I think I think the, the ceiling's crashing in soon on Philly here. And especially in a game like that, like you mentioned, home home opener for Florida, they get up and they put a whooping on Philly. I could see like a five one game happening here. So I'm gonna take the Florida Panthers puck line, minus one and a half. Next night, Thursday, 
Carolina hur- hurricanes in- hurricanes invade oil country. Edmonton versus Carolina. You got a feel on this one, Joe? I don't know if I have a feel of a winner, um, but I'll take the over on this. I think so far through two games, we find out that uh, Edmonton games are high scoring. <laughs> oh, something maybe we didn't know before. <laughs> yeah. So if Edmonton's going to win, they have to outscore the team. Little known fact, two of the best scorers in the world still score. <laughs> so I'm going to say the over on that if it's at six, which it is right now. So, Which, you know, impressive considering they're just two superstars in that team and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen back to a previous pod if you want the background on that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm taking taking the over two here. Um two teams who know how to score and have high-powered offenses. And I think you get some penalties, which put either of these teams on the power play. It's, there are going to be a bunch of goals in this game. So if assuming the over-under sitting at six and a half, knowing these two teams, though, it could be at seven by the time puck drop. But assuming it's at six and a half, I'm taking the over all day on that game. I'm going to go Carolina money line. Oh, Carolina outright win. Yep. On the road. The road dog wins it. Here's a little fun fact. Edmonton starts the year six straight home games. That's got to be nice. Yeah, that's not bad. And the Islanders are like, what the hell, man? <laughs> no, we had to start <laughs> what 14 happened? games on the road. Yeah, what the what happened? Uh, let's move to Friday. Another Florida Panthers game. It's the Battle of Florida. Tampa, Tampa Bay Lightning Florida? go to Sunrise to play the Panthers. Two really good offensive teams. Assuming this one opens up at six and a half, I'm taking the over as well. Jack, you want to go? Tampa Bay money line. So just an outright winner. Yep. Over the Florida Panthers. It'll be a. I love this. It's going to go over. Right? I love this battle. I know, first time Kachuk's going to play in it too. That's going to be fun. So I bet he does something. Uh, to, Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> right away. He'll uh, he'll try to get under their skin immediately. He'll fight Kalorn. Even after the signing, he said not that Kalorn. his new least favorite team is the lightning so he's <laughs> right into it right yeah away. so he he'll just play it up because he maroon that's what i meant to say him and maroon will go yeah. at it <laughs> he could fight both of them yeah he'll take them both on uh give me the panthers at home uh money line and so far tampa's two out of three games have gone over six goals i like the over and uh, tampa if they they got Philly, and then they have uh, Florida, and then the Islanders. They better look out because they're already one and two. Not that uh, you can lose, or not that you can win a series or win uh, um, your division this early, but you can lose it. You can definitely lose it. Not that lose I think it, that's going to happen, but but not a good place to put yourself in that deep of a hole to start the season. Yeah, exactly. Let's move to Saturday night. A pretty good slate on the weekend, but. Let's take a look first at the Colorado-Vegas game. Golden Knights at home against the defending Stanley Cup champions. What do you got, Jack? I'm going uh, Colorado. I hate Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> I like Welcome I like Jack Eichel. I like uh, Stone. I like their rookie goaltender, but I hate Vegas. I don't know. I like this guy. I, like, a, I like most of their players, <laughs> but I hate Vegas. Just a, <laughs> a dumb organization with dumb jerseys. Them wearing those yellows now for... Forever at home. Yeah, not, at least not for as the, a third jersey. Yeah. They're so ugly. I hate it. You know what they remind me of? They remind me of the Nashville Predators. Yeah, those weird mustard gold things. thing. Yeah. yeah. Joe, what do you got? Uh, give me the Avs. I think Vegas is uh, 
kind of got lucky being 3-0 and to start the season. You have Chicago, which they barely beat, and then got to play Seattle. Um, we're still not sure what um, what the Kings look like, but the Kings look like a good win. Um, yeah, I love that Kings team. Give me Colorado. Yeah, uh, status quo. Avs money line. I think they're this game. I thought about the over in this game, but this is also the game you go. It's going over no matter what, and then there it's a three-one win for the Avs. Yeah. So give me the uh, give me the Avs money line. Best team in the NHL, and they continue to show it against a Vegas team who they'll be good, but I still don't think they're uh, they're not up to the Avs level. They're gonna Colorado's gonna take it. Also Saturday, this one I liked not because it's a game I care to watch at all. I'm sure it'll be very boring. <laughs> but uh, now tell us everyone you like on their team. <laughs> yeah, I hate both these teams, uh, but I like like most of their lineup. <laughs> Uh, uh, the Philadelphia Flyers go to Music City, take on the Nashville Predators. Give me the under in this game all day long. There has been a few high-scoring games with the Preds already, but the Preds already this year kind of making a habit of scoring one or two goals. I think Philly's offense stinks. I think together it's a stinker of a game that's even made it even more boring by hoping for an under. If it's sitting at six and a half, give me the under. I'd even take it at under six. Five and a half, I might question it. And I still might take the under. I think you get a defensive battle and an ugly one. Give me the under in this one. Joe? Well, Nashville likes to give up goals so far this season. In four games, they've given up 12. They've only scored nine. Philly's pretty much two goals every game over. Nah. I'll do the over just to... Okay. That was, that was a head-to-head, head-to-head here then. Yeah. Joe takes the over. Jack, what do you got in this game? Uh, I'm going Nashville money line. I think Niederreiter stays hot, scores a couple. Maybe well, scores one, gets another assist. Oh, I like it. The player call out. This guy's going to do it for me. Yep. All right. Also on his fantasy team, so it's kind of yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a hard, pick from the heart. A lot man. of hope going yeah. in there, too. <laughs> I'm really doing this because I just want to win in fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's six overall. Quick overview. Philly at Florida. Joe's got Florida money line. Jack's got Philly money line. I took Florida puck line. Carolina Edmonton on Thursday. Me and Joe got the over six and a half. Jack's taking Hurricanes money line. Tampa Bay at the Florida Panthers. I got the over six and a half. Joe's got Florida money line. Jack's got Tampa Bay money line. We're all on different sides there on that one. Saturday, you get Colorado at the Vegas Golden Knights. We're all on the Avs money line there. And then Saturday, Philly at Nashville. I got the under six and a half. Joe's got the over six and a half. And Jack's taking Nito Niederreiter in the Nashville Predators on the money line. <laughs> That's on the books there. Uh, good luck to all of us. I will actually be putting some of those bets in. Probably not very much money, but we'll see how they, how they go. I might parlay some of those together uh, if the sport, if the uh, the books ever catch up to putting the games actually on the app because right now you can't find them. Yeah, they're they're just taking their time. <laughs> yeah, I have too many sports going on at once. I like that the NHL cleared the slate today for for the NFL. Yeah, they're like football Sunday. We can't compete. Let's not even try. All you boys. <laughs> it's uh, it is strange not having at least one game on. I know. Yeah, it's weird. Why? I don't know. It's really fun for my matchup against you, Jack. Yeah, because I, I win. Can't come back. <laughs> I have no chance to come back. Didn't pick to the sixth round, and I come out victorious. We'll see how long that lasts. I don't care how long it lasts. I did it this week. That's all that matters. 
Jack lives in the moment. He's yep. living in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> one week at a time, he's he's so full coach talk. Is Matt winning too against you? Uh, I played Beep. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> First, I was like, who the F is Beep? <laughs> well, I think Matt's winning. Did he win against you? Yeah, he beat me. Oh. But That's so I had guys that finally played. He, he beat me. We're already never going to hear the end of it. But no. if Beep goes back to back to back. Well, you can say his name. I'll just bleep it out. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Beep. <laughs> I like beeping it myself. Yeah, it's way more fun. The self beep is nicer. But Matt didn't pick until the fifth round, and I believe he's winning as well. Bunch of underdogs coming out on top. The underdogs on top. For now. It's Daddy Brook, episode nine. Thanks for listening. Go like, follow, share. Anywhere you get your podcasts. That's it. Talk to you guys next week. <laughs>